Welcome to Love Always Self, a podcast about connection to self, reflections of self, and how this impacts our reality. We're all about trying to find balance, discovering tools for spiritual wellness, and creating a safe place to have loving conversations about a broad range of topics. I'm Carissa, an energy healer with a background in Reiki, nursing, health coaching, and personal training. I have a holistic mindset and believe that everyone and everything can work together in harmony so that we can create more balanced life experiences. And I'm Shira, a spiritual intuitive and explorer of personal truth with a background in management and finance. I feel we are all connected and guided by our own spiritual team, whom I refer to as Mount Glass, and I want to help teach you how to connect with yours. We believe we're all connected, and by learning to love self, we will elevate the collective consciousness and learn to create deeper connections with each other, self, and source. As we grow and learn through our own life adventures and self-discoveries, we hope you gain insights into your own truth. Don't forget to subscribe to stay notified of new content, and we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to Love Always Self. I'm Shira. Hi, everybody. I'm Carista, and thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Love Always Self. Today, we wanted to bring a sensitive topic to the table. Uh, we've It's been a couple of weeks that we've been mulling over this and working through our own feelings and emotions about this. Um, so just to start off, wanted to let you know that we may be discussing some triggering topics today, not may we are discussing a triggering topic today. So if you have any sensitivities to discussing our own autonomy, we understand, we honor you. It is okay. If you don't feel like you have the space or time or ability to listen to this episode right now, you can always come back later. We are here whenever you need. Yep. So with that being said, um, we kind of wanted to touch on some of the changes in the laws that occurred, um, a few weeks ago, as far as people with uteruses no longer having the right to, uh, their bodily autonomy. So we, you know, we were very triggered by this. We were angry. We were frustrated. We were hurt and even scared. And it took us a while to be able to talk about this with you guys, because we really wanted to make sure that our focus was on the love that we would really like to amplify through this topic. So we're not coming at this from a place of judgment we're wanting to just really focus on learning to love each other through our differences, through our difference in beliefs, our differences in culture, our differences in the way we live. Yeah. And learning how to honor that. Absolutely. Um, and just some background, uh, for my own personal sake, um, you know, I, I was hesitant to say the least to, to discuss this, mm-hmm. um, mostly because I wasn't sure if I could simmer my, my flame, <laughs> uh, enough to have this conversation and on such a public platform. 
Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of, you know, and this is something that we're going to talk about today, but there's a lot of fear around, uh, how we could be perceived, how I could be perceived. Um, you know, I have a day job. I'm worried about that too. So there's a lot of different reasons as to why I didn't necessarily feel comfortable going public with this conversation. Um, there was also this thought process in my mind where I've been as a, you know, woman of color, I've been dealing with some form of repression or fear towards my being, being, yeah, uh, for, for a really long time already. And, and with that has come a lot of anger and there's a lot of anger within that I've been working on personally. Um, you know, a lot of the teachings that we've discussed on our channel here, where we talk about, you know, ways to kind of be observant of that, you know, be aware of, of your thoughts, uh, and that assists you with the whole reprogramming factors. And so I've been, that's something that I've been heavily working on is why am I so angry every time I wake up? Right. Mm -hmm. And so this was seemingly an additional thing to really want to push me towards that anger state. And after discussing it with you on several occasions, you know, um, and with other friends and, and family members, um, I, I just come to this point where I'm like, I'm so tired of being angry. I'm, I want to lean more towards the resolution. Yeah. The resolve, you know, um, I'm also irritated with, you know, and, and it, and that part is probably feeding the anger a bit too, right. Where you get irritated with the fact that sometimes it has to come to this to, to find a resolution, Mm -hmm. you know? Then there's the shock factor of it happened. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just like, like not even believing. Yeah. That it really yeah. got overturned. Yeah. Yeah. So, so bringing it back to the point of our conversation, the, the, the agreement that Carrie and I made to help with our audience, because we are love always self. Mm-hmm. And with that comes loving others as well because you realize that once you hit a point of loving yourself, you exude that it, it expands, it's energetic and it moves to everyone around you. And those people are affected by it. And then those people carry it and then they expand it and it's just ever growing. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so with understanding that we are all connected in that way and that we can impact each other in that way comes things like resolutions. comes things like understanding that self is important and self-care is important and having autonomy within yourself is important, Mm -hmm. which is the stance that I'm going to take on this. So I'll just come Mm -hmm. out and say that. Right. Um, so yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much for, for sharing. And I, I, obviously I can't put myself exactly in your shoes, but as a woman with a uterus, you know, it's, there is that fear of retaliation Mm -hmm. as well. And I think that's what you were trying to say is, is, you know, in our bringing this topic to the table, 
what, what kind of retaliation could we potentially experience? And I think that's very sad that those that don't agree, don't necessarily feel like they have a platform to stand on. And again, we're not bringing this from a place of judgment, but really just wanting to focus on expanding that love, that love connection and recognizing that, you know, and and this is a belief, right? I have a belief that we are connected to all things always throughout the entire universe. And when we are negatively impacting another human being that is affecting us. And so when we approach uh, somebody that may hold a different belief, learning how to stand on that platform of love and without judgment and just because we accept them for who they are does not mean that we necessarily have to agree with them. Yep. So I I just wanted to touch really quick on uh, what a belief is, right? A belief is something that we believe to be factual. Like we believe it so deeply that it is true to us, but it is not necessarily factual. So what is a fact? It's something that is proven to be true as opposed to something that is interpreted. So when, when we believe that, so this is just, you know, I'm coming at these things, trying to understand different people's perspectives. So when when somebody's wanting to save a life, I, I hear that as a noble goal and a noble desire. We don't want other people suffering and in pain. Um, and so trying to lift that person up and save them. However, when it comes at the detriment of another person, you know, I question that nobleness the nature of nobility behind that. So when we completely disregard somebody else's life, that's already being, I struggle with understanding how we, that, that person isn't valued. And we talked about this previously, uh, when we discussed humility, recognizing that every human being has intrinsic value. Yeah. And so learning to hold space for those people, recognizing that value within. If you were to think in terms of this belief that we have, right. And in terms of, um, a common goal for all of us to be having a, a physical experience right? Then, and the, and again, this is just, this is part of our belief. This is part of my belief, right? Like, and again, it's a belief. <laughs> so, um, based on my own personal experiences and, and, and what I know to be true with then. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, part of my belief is that we are all connected part of my belief is that we come here to have an experience and to learn and to grow for our entire soul, for our higher self. 
mm-hmm. which is connected to God source, the one I am. Right. Mm-hmm. And by doing so, we have our own individual experiences seemingly separated. The illusion of separation. The illusion of separation, correct. And, 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 and highly focusing on the word illusion there. And by that in its own way means that we can have compassion for one another in that. We can have compassion for one another in the fact that you have a completely different experience, a completely different um, background, belief. And however, I don't feel that it's great to impose your belief, your experiences on someone else having something completely different than you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, then tell, tell you that you have to completely align with my beliefs and my experiences in order to be right. That's where I think we're failing here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that you, you touched on this, uh, that we make a choice to Mm. come here in this experience. And that choice was made by everybody who's having a physical experience. So the collective and Mm. even those that drop in for a short time. Yes. I, so my, my understanding of our experiences and this will go, you know, we're going to get woo woo for a second, but, um, my understanding is that we have an infinite amount of possibilities all playing out at the same time. And there is a choice in what we're focusing on. And I know that that can sound really weird considering a lot of people do not want to seemingly focus on a very horrible experience or horrific experience. Um, so I'm not, you know, negating anyone's feelings towards that. Right. When I say this, but collectively, because you have your physical personal experiences, and then there's the collective consciousness, right. And there can be a choice in what we're focusing on at a collective nature. And so right now I'm having my own questions as to what is it that we're learning from this collectively that we've agreed to focus in on this particular timeline. Why are we here right now? Right. Mm -hmm. And the questions that come about in my head are things like, you know, are we learning to do exactly what you and I are discussing on this call today? You know, removing this illusion of separation to an extent, because I think there's always going to be some form of polarity on this, mm-hmm. this planet, planet. <laughs> um, you know, in this physical experience, but are we choosing to, you know, reduce the amount of illusion that we have towards separation? And this is just one of those triggering Mm-hmm. mechanisms that are t- that's taking place so we can work on that as a collective 
Um, how is this impacting me personally? What is it that I need to learn personally from this? How can we start to band together and find resolutions? Mm-hmm. Because this is a, this is a very, uh, this is very specific, mm-hmm. but it's not. Mm-hmm. And it impacts more it, than just the it people has with uteruses. Effects. Yeah, absolutely. Right. The families, the children, the parents, yeah, brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, like we're all connected. We all know somebody. They just may not have felt comfortable to share it. I also don't think it's our job, quote, job to understand each other's differences and beliefs. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, we, we can have a sense of acceptance without understanding why people do things one way versus another, but rather it's our job to learn to love and accept them as they are their choices for their lives and all, because that is unconditional love. And judgment, in my opinion, is another form of separation and judgment the is, illusion. is not unconditional love. Correct. If you are if you are holding judgment towards something or someone that's not unconditional love. Yeah. It's conditional. And, you know, I I think some of what we're even struggling with is there's this sense of hypocrisy. And I think that it makes it hard to navigate this. And I I don't, again, I'm not trying to bring judgment into this, but when you say one thing, but do another, it's not an alignment. Right. And being somebody that grew up in Christianity, in a Christian faith, going to church, um, my beliefs having since evolved to focus more on the love aspect rather than the fear aspect of God. I do feel that those that are speaking out most loudly may not truly understand the message of Christianity. And again, I, it's just a question in my head. So what can we do to model this behavior, but do so in a way that we feel empowered towards autonomy. Yeah. I would be 
interested in, you know, seeing a conversation in which two opposing thoughts, right? Wide spectrums here. Mm -hmm. Your beliefs on one side, your beliefs on the other. Fully explaining each other's stories, fully explaining the backgrounds of where they're coming from, right? Giving space for each of those individuals to have that full on conversation. And let's be clear, like having a respectful dialogue, very respectful about understanding and not, um, convincing non-defensive conversation. Mm -hmm. Okay. Not imposing why it is you should believe how I feel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Just two very opposite, complete stories from one another's perspectives. And then finding that commonality, that common ground, I was about to say a word, I'm not sure if that was a word, but anyway, it was. <laughs> that, okay. finding that common ground as to where you're both disconnected, mm-hmm. because I'm willing to bet that there's similarities in each of your stories where you can come together. And even if you can't, it should be okay. It should be okay that you've had completely off the spectrums, opposite spectrums of, of, of a human experience. And you don't have to agree with one another. You don't even have to participate in the same spaces without imposing your story on to someone else and enforcing that they align to you. You know, I, I think that some of the arguments for or against are very, are, are limited in the way that there is only one versus the other. Yes, we are here to experience duality. However, there is an immense range between the yes and the no, the win, the lose. It's not just those two answers. And I, I think that there's a great misunderstanding or belief on one side of the spectrum that is that when we decide to not have a child, it's because we don't want it. We're well otherwise. And that's not the case the majority of the time. And so I think that our lack of awareness and understanding of people's circumstances maybe disqualifies our opinions of the choices that people make because we're not in their space. We're not experiencing the limitations they have. We don't know their family dynamic, their support system, their mental health status, their physical health status, their financial status. We don't know. And so it's not, it's not conducive to push even more limitations because we're making laws out of judgment. 
Um, and that's why I was saying the two opposing stories mm -hmm. without, or the, the two contrasting stories, right. Or, or the two opposite beliefs, right. um, because it's really important that we understand that everyone has their own story, everyone's situation. It is not a one size fits all. So we should not create requirements to a one size fits all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you haven't had the opportunity to watch uncomfortable conversations with Emmanuel Acho, uh, I would highly recommend it. Um, he came out with an episode, um, around the 10th or 11th of July, uh, that had three, three women, maybe four three or four women that had different points of view and different stories. And so, uh, it was, it was a very loving conversation. Um, I don't know if the, the anti-choice was well represented. Um, but and maybe she, maybe, maybe they were well represented because they were very like exactly what we were asking or just stating, you know, kind, respectful. Um, but I'd like to hear more to understand. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was on uh pro-life versus pro-choice. Yeah. Um, and it was posted on July 10th of okay. 2022. Okay. Thank you. You're so one of the things that came up for me in this, as far as what can we do, and this one's probably going to trigger, um, because it's really, it's really hard to get to the space when your rights are being jeopardized, but there is an element of forgiveness that is healing in this just because we forgive our oppressors does not mean that we accept it as status quo and that we are okay with it in forgiveness. We are releasing the negativity within to be able to move forward for change. Yes. So I want to say again, forgiveness is not accepting the status quo. It is releasing so that we can move forward and do something about it. Because if we hold on to the anger, we are physically and harming spiritually yourself. and emotionally harming ourselves. Correct. And we need people that are well in these regards yep. to stand up, to not be afraid, to stand together, to have these uncomfortable, but loving conversations, because we may not all have a big platform to stand on. Right. And don't get me wrong. I, I go into like 
conversations in my head all the time about what I would say to politicians and, you know, just different people. And, you know, I have those conversations frequently. We've had those conversations yes. offline. But <laughs> yeah. uh, we, even in our one-on-one lives, having these conversations, creating awareness, it does have a ripple effect outside of what we see in our immediate environment. That's right. So even if we don't feel like we can shout on the rooftop, we can say and hold space with those that we love too. And it may trigger those conversations may trigger other people into defensiveness because they're going to defend their beliefs. And when we, when we go into that with compassion, we are aware that that may happen. And that's a fear-based thing. That's ego consciousness saying, this is what I believe. This is factual to me. So I'm going to fight tooth and nail because this is going to be a disruption in my beliefs. And when going about it in that direction, you're not listening. You're generating and creating a response and a scenario before it even happens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When you're in that defensive place. So right. knowing that that is a potential, that that is a possibility so that you are able to prepare yourself to be grounded in that space of love, respect, and compassion. We cannot fight fire with fire. It will just create more fire. As much as we want to yell and scream, like some other examples that we've seen. (laughs) Yeah. I encourage you to stand true in your power, in your peace. I would also love if our, those that are listening to this, um, Mm -hmm. that are working on solutions and a resolve in a peaceful manner, in a heart centered manner, if you've come across any, um, foundations or, uh, services or places to, to go, um, help share that information, Mm -hmm. um, you know, again, I let's, let's start working on resolutions. And that, that actually brings up a good point, you know, because our, our country is at this point built more like a company and we, as its citizens are the employees and our job is to spend our money. So when we are going out to buy things, we can support organizations and companies that support autonomy, that support our rights to choose. So I encourage you to look into those different companies that you tend to buy through frequently. 
I've researched a few, I'm not going to name any here, but you can absolutely look up their, uh, financial donations to different politicians to figure it out on your own. Um, and I even encourage you to find, uh, women owned businesses, LGBTQ plus owned businesses, black owned businesses, small businesses, um, local farmers markets to support each other that way. So that we're not supporting the companies that play the field and are two-faced and don't, mm, may not care as much about us as individuals, as much as their incomes. But sorry, uh, you're going to have to do that research on your own. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. And, and for those of you that have been taking up a cause or looking into ways to, to find solutions, I would love for you to share that with us. Um, you know, get a conversation going, a healthy conversation going, um, feel free to comment below. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. you, you're also welcome to send us messages. We can add them to the show notes, um, of, of well-researched, uh, solutions again. Mm -hmm. Um, let, let's focus on that. Let's focus on em emanating the thing that we've set out to do here. And that is to come to a place of holistic love. What does that feel like on this planet? Mm hmm I look forward to that. When I dream of that, it just feels so beautiful. It does. It does. Agreed. Oh, for those of you who have stuck it out, really appreciate you. Um, again, I understand that this conversation is a very sensitive one and we shared a few of our beliefs, uh, and we understand that you may not have all the same beliefs and that's okay we're not saying you have to hold the same beliefs. We are just asking that you consider different perspectives, different experiences so that you, we can develop more compassion. Absolutely. Uh, okay. Well, let's see where this goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hopefully only up from here. That's our goal. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's our goal. Alrighty, y'all. Immense love just all the way around for anything and everything that you've gone through in this life, anything and everything that you have yet to experience. We love you so much. We do. Don't forget to love first, love last, and as always, love always. Bye, y'all. listener. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us in this moment. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and we look forward to our next connection. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow to stay notified of new content from Love Always Self. If you have any questions or topics you'd like for us to discuss, please hit us up on any of our social media platforms linked in the show notes below. I'm Karista. And I'm Shira. And until next time, remember to love first, love last, and love always. always.
Love Always Self podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. We do not make any warranties about the completeness, reliability, and accuracy of the information presented in this podcast. Any action you choose to take upon the information in this podcast is strictly done so at your own risk, and we will not be held liable for any losses and damages in connection with the use of our podcast. Any and all medical concerns should be addressed with a licensed healthcare provider, as well as any questions that may be derived from the information discussed in this podcast.